There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night. My name is Chris, and this is a podcast where we venture into the darkness, exposing the horrors of poorly rated games, seeking out our prime objective. Were they really that bad to begin with? Were the critics wrong? Or is it so bad? Is it at least something we can enjoy? Uh, This evening, as we head into the spookiest of months, we are going to have a terrifying experience that I do not want to be alone for, so let me introduce my trustworthy panel here with me this evening. First, Frank, how are you doing tonight, Frank? I'm doing well. Good, good. Uh, Hunter, how about you? I'm doing pretty good. And Carly, how are you this evening? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you, Chris? I'm very well, thank you, Carly. I have my notepad here. Thank so. you. <laughs> Missed opportunity I, on both your parts. I literally was like, <laughs> I, I literally was dying inside when when he. <laughs> but the first two people go by, and I'm like, they, no one said it. I got it the last two times. <laughs> That's true. Thank you for letting me have this one. So kind. <laughs> and Tom, how are you this evening? Hey, last but not least. I'm good, buddy. Thank you for that caveat good, at the good. end there. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Last and most uh, certainly least. <laughs> most certainly, oh. not least. Well, so. At least I'm the best at something. <laughs> being, <laughs> being the worst. <laughs> being the worst. All right, so the last game that we played on Garbage Game Night was... Does anyone remember? You all oh, forgot geez, already. No. Anybody? Uh, the last game. X-Blades. Booty Girl. That's right. It was X-Blades, a game about a thong-wearing anime character developed in Russia... Looking to remove a dark curse. I did have uh, one note that I forgot to mention here. Here we go. This is the box cover for the Russian version of the game called Oni Blade, right? I mentioned that it was uh-huh. called Oni Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me full screen this for you. There's no, uh, did you have the belly tat in the picture? I didn't look at the belly tat. It's very light. It's there. So, yeah, that's, it's very light. Oh, yeah. There. Oh, yeah. So, you have here to look very is, closely. Here's the European version, same as the American version. Uh, okay. It's, it's as explicit as you <laughs> would think it would get. <laughs> wow. Peggy, yeah. Peggy 12 rated. And yeah. here's a Peggy magazine 12? ad for it. Says there, don't call me cute, and you get a front <laughs> view of her. Okay. The part that I forgot to share was the Japanese cover, which I thought oh. was pretty, pretty interesting. And uh, oh, wow. a little better. What, what do you notice? A bit more you, coverage. They add, added more thong. <laughs> for for <laughs> Japan, yeah, they turned it into more of a I, bikini than a thong. I thought they were going to pixelate it. It's still very <laughs> cheeky, but it's no, cheeky. It's sure. pixelate more the tentacles. That's it. Oh gosh! <laughs> they had they had to get it for censorship reasons. They had to add more more coverage the, there. The American version um, literally looks like like if you were just buying it off the shelf and then you got home, you'd be like, "Wait, this isn't a sex game." <laughs> like you. <literally, laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, "Well, it's marketed at like." You know, like teenage boys, right? But like, sure. When their moms go to buy this game for them, <laughs> like, how does that work? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm it, would, sure. it would affect sales. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> you yeah. you don't want the front cover to look like that. Like I, I feel like you get there and your mom would be like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> you can get This is for yeah. the kids that That's... get dropped off at the mall and handed a, you know, a lot some money. 20s to go to yeah, yeah go to GameStop on your own cuz they can't oh, be that bothered. Game definitely <laughs> wasn't more than 20 bucks. So it's not like you even needed How? a 50. Well, when did it and come cool, out? Uh that was 2009. I I'm looking back I've realized so many games we've done are 2009. I don't know what it was, I don't was even in the year remember. 2009. It was a bad year. <laughs> that was a bad year. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than yeah. this year, I'd or say. Or a great year. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> As we do our podcast from uh, quarantine still. <laughs> I don't know Quarantine about that. during the debate instead of watching uh, the debate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, surprise. <laughs> instead of playing a game, we're going to watch the debate and talk about that. <laughs> surprise. That's what the, the bad game is this evening. It's a oh, debate. <laughs> too real. <laughs> <laughs> How terrible. Uh, All right. Yeah. So some quick updates on the podcast or slash Twitch stream. Yeah, we're having a good time on Twitch here. Should be able to get some channel specific emotes available soon, actually. Um, <gasps> so, yeah, that's exciting. Ooh, um, exciting. Yeah. We have or I've been streaming some Remnant and Hades every once in a while. And we were just talking about some Hades. Very good game by Supergiant, which we were just talking about Bastion last week, or like two weeks ago when we recorded the podcast. Uh, but yeah, great game, and I'll be streaming some more of it, I think. And Tom and I have been chugging along on our uh, Divinity 2 stream. We're about, uh, I don't know, 12 hours into what should be like 200 hours of content in the game. So yeah, we'll be done next decade. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the game this evening. So first, some credits due. I learned much of this from Gaming HD on YouTube. They did a nice breakdown of this, so you can check that out there. But the year was 1992, the same year that Wolfenstein 3D came out. A company by the name of Infogrames, who you may know or may be familiar with, who would later publish Neverwinter Nights, Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey, and... Uh, kid game series, Pajama Sam and Putt-Putt, uh, Infogrames would release a game in 1992 that many said created a genre. That genre, survival horror. The game, Alone in the Dark. Ooh. So this is going to play a little bit of Alone in the Dark, the 1992 game you guys can check out while I read some more about it. Uh, it originally was going to be based on the Call of Cthulhu pen and paper RPG, and it actually used the name Cthulhu in the demos of this game, but I guess the owners of the Call of Cthulhu pen and paper RPG decided that this game didn't have the complexity necessary to really <laughs> give uh, to uh, g- give it due credence, so they, they pulled out the last minute. So what we've got here is an exploring a mansion, solving puzzles... I just can't stop staring at its eyes. On it. Oh, the, yeah, the, the bug eyes that the character has. On it. so <laughs> it's so polygon-based. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. It, yep. <laughs> They're big. <laughs> kind of froze there for a second. That was... Uh... Yeah, so it's got, it's got... It's exploring a mansion, solving puzzles, very basic polygon characters and monsters that are honestly kind of horrifying. But that's, yeah, that's, yeah. it's kind of got a very early Resident Evil feel to it that you're likely familiar with. Um, but this came out in 1992. So it's, it's got like the fixed cameras, which are very Resident Evil. For every scene that you go into, you're revisiting air, same areas over and over again with new items that you pick up to solve puzzles. And you're shooting like zombie-like things. Um, it's got awkward movement and aiming, all the staples of Resident Evil, you know? <laughs> but uh, let, let me pull up a, a monster here so you guys can see what that looks like that looks like they're actually leaving the room <laughs> gotta find a monster they're just walking out calmly after seeing so, a monster so this, this was four years before resident evil yeah <laughs> yeah the face looks like a muppet bad dude <laughs> 
It's, it's pretty horrifying. <laughs> so like the fighting in this game is you press the attack button and it starts an attack process. You're not controlling like swing, swing, swing. It's just it's now in the attack move set, you know. Um, so not here we go. Here's a thing breaking the window. Combat. This horrifying looking monster. Oh, oh my god. god. When oh, everything's super what? jaggy, you know. Oh, it's scary. Oh, oh. It looks She's like doing a kicking now. chicken. Kick. 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 <laughs> All right. Oh no. That's my sleep <laughs> There's another paralysis one. A demon. A crocodile. <laughs> 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 yeah, very spoopy. Yeah, so like I said, the, the animation is scary, and this is what they had in 1992, right? So, uh, I, that's, that was peak graphics, really. When it's low res like that, I guess it's scarier. They don't have to worry about filling in all those textures. It's just the unknown of this jittering polygon figure. <laughs> so, uh, um, in this game, like I said, it has a legacy of defining the 3D horror uh, survival uh, genre. It had two sequels in this style actually using the same exact engine. A year later, Alone in the Dark 2 came out. There's a lot less emphasis on the horror aspect of it, although there is some supernatural stuff happening, like voodoo, but the main villains in this, for some reason, are gangsters and pirates. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm sharing on screen right now this character solving a, a puzzle those, where he's rotating stuff. It's those puzzles at the playground that you play tic-tac-toe yeah, yeah. on. Exactly, yeah, oh big rotating tic-tac-toe board. <laughs> <laughs> and here is another clip for some reason. It looks like Santa Claus fighting the Swedish chef. Bork, bork, bork. Bork, bork indeed, Carly. Bork, bork indeed. You're really killing the chef, huh? Yeah, Who's I assume you're your Santa said, right don't now. Don't burn it next time. <laughs> Go drink yeah. wine now that you've killed and, the chef. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then in the next year, Low in the Dark 3, a 1994 game came out. That is about a supernatural spooky town. Very similar gameplay, but back to more of its roots, I think. Drinking some stuff and going through a picture, and I think he's going to have a quick fight here. Uh, at some point, also, you are a puma-looking thing. Hold on, I'll pull up that video. Yeah, maybe. You, oh. You roar oh. like a puma. With a broken leg, As maybe? you do. Yep, you have a cast, and you're attacking a dog now that yelps when you attack it. Uh, I don't endorse this game. But, really easy uh, on the conscious, you know. You're like, well, he probably was asking for it. You know, if I mean? you were a person killing a dog, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was a zombie. It transforms. Okay, you don't feel bad about it then. Oh, it was a. Oh, it was the classic. It's a shapeshifter, dog, but it's really a zombie. <laughs> that old trope. It's also an evil cat <laughs> that can just disappear. Yeah. That old mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic. So anyway, in 2001, the franchise was passed over to Dark Works, who created Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare. It was released on Dreamcast, PlayStation, and PC, and there was a version for uh, Game Boy Color that was released, obviously, a... Uh, altered version for that. But the control scheme was apparently much more Resident Evil related. Uh, it felt much more like that. It received uh, 60s to 70s on the Metacritic board. Um, so he's exploring better. abandoned okay. house with a flashlight. It looks, yeah, it looks like Resident Evil. Looks it like kind of looks like Leon, gun. actually. Well, he has a flashlight in his other hand, though. Oh, that's <laughs> what you notice first, though, not the shotgun, the three-barrel shotgun. Yeah, it does look like it has three barrels, huh? It does, you're right. It's a three-barrel shotgun. He has a flashlight. <laughs> He's also well, it was because he was, he was casting light everywhere. Oh, well, that's going to be casting Solving bullets. some puzzles. And then and there was a complete reboot in 2008 called Alone in the Dark. It's often just known by the 2008 
version of Alone in the Dark. It was done by Eden Games and Hydra Vision Entertainment for the PS2, Wii, 360, and PC. Let me pull up a quick clip of this game here. This oh, game that bad. received scores from 39 to 58, and it was later released on PS3 with some slight updates, and that was called Alone in the Dark Inferno. Okay. It's a little, you know, it's a little janky. It's not that bad. Ooh. Spooky. Okay, now let's get more janky. <laughs> <laughs> and I did want to show one thing about this that I thought was, was pretty interesting, pretty unique. This is the inventory system they used in the game. So he looks like he's got a wound there, and then he looks down, and this is how you, you organize your inventory, the things that you have. Oh, oh that's pretty cool. Right? Pretty neat. That's you look neat. down, you open up your... Your trench coat uh, jacket. What you're selling, jacket. <laughs> your trench coat. <laughs> your flasher and, uh, jacket. You can look at everything. Your flasher jacket, yeah. But yeah, yeah. you have like little pockets for everything. That's yeah, so that, that's cool. pretty unique. And, and the so fight imagine you're this. running and that giant bottle of vodka in there is like just smacking your ribs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> All right, well, enough about these games, though. So the game that we are playing this evening, though, is none of those. Oh, the IP man. was passed on. I know. I'm so sorry. The IP was Me. passed on in 2015 to a company called Pure FPS. A company so obscure that I can't find out almost anything about them. <laughs> they released a game called <laughs> Alone in the Dark Illumination. Yeah, these other games will lean into the aspects of being alone and being in the dark. Well, the title <laughs> of this game tells you that you will not be in the dark, Illumination. But the second thing you need to know about this game is you are not alone. Uh, the game we're playing this evening is four-player co-op. <gasps> so I have had what? all of you oh. preload the game oh. this evening. <laughs> I'm so yep. excited. <laughs> yep. A darkness has fallen over the town of Lorewich. Monstrous hordes emerge from beyond the realm of nightmares Monstrous to sow chaos uh, on the <laughs> land. As one of our four heroes, you must battle the minions of the old ones with a force of arms and power of illumination. Inspired by the writings of H.P. Lovecraft, Atari's Alone in the Dark series is recognized as the father of survival horror genre. Alone in the Dark Illumination explores this dark legacy in a terrifying action horror experience. Battle through dynamic environments filled with bloodthirsty beasts. Build your own party as you rescue your companions, each with a unique set of special abilities and weapons. Danger lurks in every shadow. While your friends may help, at the end of the night, you are always alone in the dark. There are four unique heroes. We can play as a team or you can play alone. Uh, there's diverse environments including four campaigns with multiple levels the eldritch horror it's is is the title of this bullet point inspired by the writings of hp lovecraft beings from beyond madness include include roof walkers shapes and spawns that will haunt your nightmares there are dynamic environments uh, including environmental puzzles that change the structure of the map and also harness the power of illumination light up maps to create safe zones and damage your foes so uh, that's what we're dealing with this evening. Did any of you guys know that this game existed? Nope. Nope. No. Not at all. No. I didn't idea. know that any of them did. All yeah, right. This is all, this is all new information. Uh, you guys are ready to fire the game up, and I'm going to. No, he stepped Tom? away. Are you still stepping away, Tom? Yeah. This is this is he the wifey. He stepped stepping away. Oh, hey, Grace. <laughs> no. Oh, hey. Just, How's it hey. going? <laughs> Surprise guest. Surprise. You may know her from Super Seducer. <laughs> Great game. We loved it. My favorite of all of them. It's got this weird loading thing. It's not full screen. I don't I don't know if it's I don't know what's going on. <laughs> is, okay, isn't is that it just issue? like a, is that one of the problems with this game? It just doesn't uh oh. He said, uh -oh, uh oh, and then we never heard it from him again. 
That'll happen right sometimes. Right roll, Reggie. I, th- I think I might have had to control alt delete and end something and get it to start running. Oh. It okay, did Chris, start running how, eventually for me. How long does this? Oh, ooh, ooh, okay, there it goes. There it goes. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, while we're waiting, um, and you guys can continue to resolve your troubleshooting issues, I can tell you about the four playable characters in this game. First, we have Theodore Ted Carnby, who is the hunter. Uh, you may recognize the name Carnby because Carn Carnby. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's supposedly a direct descendant of Edward Carnby, who is the protagonist in the original Alone in the Dark series and three of the sequels. Oh. And it's actually kind of implied <laughs> in this game that he is uh, he is the original Edward Carnby, living under an assumed identity. I don't I, I don't okay. know why. Oh, Carly, you want the witch too? <laughs> oh, that's just what it automatically put me on. But oh, it put me on the hunter, see. and I was like, I want the witch. <laughs> She's got some great boots. Did you see those things? <laughs> How do you wait? They were like this crazy, like hot topic style, like old school hot topic combat boots. Oh, boots. <laughs> I what? Oh, did you, what did you think I said? <laughs> I, was not, like, I was like, wow, okay. We're not we're playing there. that game. Appreciate we're not game. playing that game. That was last That was week. last time. <laughs> yeah. Mine just crashed. Oh, no. Wow. Is I, was in, I was in that whole time just fine. Hunter, you get back out. <laughs> ah, ah. All right. So as I was saying, the characters in okay. this game, I think they're they're a little apparent about who should be who. First, there's a character called the Hunter. Then there's a character that's the witch. So I just assumed, Carly, you would want to be the witch. I, I mean that in the, the nicest and complimentary of ways. <laughs> you assumed wrong. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, she likes then there is an engineer. She likes to feel which, the, the blood of her It's a female character. Why couldn't I be the engineer? <laughs> <laughs> you know she studies to be an engineer, Chris. You know that. Well, there's an engineer, and I thought sound engineer. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it fit, fit best for you, Frank. Oh, but is, he if, is that why? Does he have a beard? Wow. Huh? No. Is it's he, a woman, first glasses? of all. He has a child drop thing. Does he have a child that he's ignoring to play video games? (laughs) (laughs) And finally, there is the priest who should be perfect for Tom. Oh, you want me to switch to the priest? There's only four characters. Wait, if if you want to. Did you pick mine based solely on my name? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's that's your most identifying feature, Hunter. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Well, so far, Alone in the Dark is living up to the dark part because I haven't been able to see anything on, on stream. Are you just looking yeah, at a loading screen, Hunter? It's not responding again. I'm back what in. is yeah, going on? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, man, the priest has, like, a trench coat. Uh, let me read his, his backstory real fast. So it's another new character with no connection to prior characters in the series. He's a Catholic priest who has been sent by the Vatican to investigate the town of Lorewich. He dual wields a pair of pistols and can also use a number of holy abilities such as firing an en- energy-imbued bullet that stuns an enemy and turns it into a light source, summoning a beam of light from the sky oh. that can also explode and create a fiery explosion around him. His melee attacks also set enemies on fire, leaving them vulnerable to damage. Yeah, so those are all the characters we have there. We have the hunter, the witch, the engineer. And yeah, you can look at the skill trees as well. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a big looking skill tree here, right? Um, yeah. You can unlock your other weapons as well that include for the hunter, you could, there's a sniper rifle and a flamethrower. Oh, you, are you ready? You ready to play around? All right. Oh, no. We're doing the first round yeah. with, with Grace here. That's a terrible idea. But... Substituting this evening the role of Tom no. as the 
priest will be Grace. So <laughs> welcome, Grace. We're going to try this out with uh, with you. Yeah, and you guys can pick whichever level you want, or maybe you're locked on that because that's all you have. The Mines of Law Witch in yeah, Ghost Town. Like okay, it. perfect. All right, we're ready to kill some. We don't know yet because I didn't show you guys the screenshots of what the monsters look like. There's something. Still loading. This is a highly optimized game oh, yeah. here this evening. Oh, no. Okay, so I It looks guess... like it's frozen oh, now. Here we go. I'm in now. Oh, you're in? Okay. okay. Sorry, guys. I'm out. <laughs> Did you drop out? Fatal error. Fatal error? No. Hunter, like does Hunter still have a fatal error, error, too? I'm just oh my God. frozen. Oh, now it's doing full screen. You have to close up the game <laughs> for the settings to change. I wonder if you can join it while it's in progress. <laughs> Oh my we'll god, this has been very successful so far. Well, I already know my Grace book. and I are just messing with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to electrocute her. Come here. How did I do that? I j there we go. I put a spell on you. Yeah, like it was just firing, and my game was completely frozen. Oh, hey, F to turn on lights. The gates are locked. F to open door. Oh, shit. Oh, What's come on, Grace. There's a whole all bunch right, of dudes have... in this room. Whoa. Fucking shit. And they no, all no, look no, like no, 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 Spider-Man. No, 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 yeah. Venom. Well, I need to back up, apparently. No, 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 all right. no, no. We have watching okay. Carly silly back away from all the monsters. <laughs> I got you. She's I'm running helping. away. Carly, I'm helping you. Get away. Oh, 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 Use your magic powers. Um, They're not really doing much. <laughs> they're like on a cooldown, and I'm going to die. No, they don't take guys? a whole lot of damage, do they? Here's the thing about Alone in the Dark Illumination. The monsters can only take damage while illuminated. <laughs> so you have to either Stop light it. them up with a skill, oh or my God. you can oh, use wow. like some light posts and some light bulbs and, and also, stuff. And also, my health is dangerously low now. Uh, yeah. Looks like you can just kind of hold your hand out and light them up, huh? Yeah. Did you drop I, out of the game, Hunter? Yeah, I did. You had another fatal error? <laughs> no, it just dropped me. Hold on. Okay. And I can't even see the <laughs> server. Oh, did Carly die? You will notice that it's somewhat procedurally generated because that gate was locked the first time and now it's open. Yeah. So that's nice. And this door was open the first time, but now it's locked. And I think I can see. Yeah, yeah there's a monster Replayability. in there. <laughs> <laughs> it I, kicks I you out. Oh, my God. Uh, did it kick everyone out? Oh, my gosh. I don't. Oh, no. I can't fire. I think that the enemies do continuously spawn. Oh my God, oh uh, be my careful God, about oh the poison God. that you're standing in, whoever that was. That was probably me. <laughs> crash, Game crash, crash. and we're closed. Fatal error. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the. Wow. We've never Good had this choice, much difficulty Chris. actually Good running choice. a game. <laughs> All right. So, as we said, yeah, there are four characters there's Ted, who seems to be modeled after um, the first the original Edward Carnby from the original Alone in the Dark. There's also a witch who is the great-granddaughter of Emily Hartwood, who was the female protagonist in the original game. In the original Alone in the Dark, you could pick between playing Edward Carnby and Emily Hartwood. So another callback to the original game. But this witch is a member of a coven of witches who has come to Lorewitch searching for three of her missing comrades. She fights with a pistol. Uh, did we see a pistol? I did not. I saw a pistol. <laughs> Bad dude Winnipeg points out he doesn't see any relation. That's a good point. Um, not quite as polygonish and Muppet looking. <laughs> the other character we okay. have is the engineer. It's a new character with no connection to previous games. She's a young woman who's come to Lorewich searching for her missing mining father, miner father. Besides her pistol sidearm, her 
primary pistol or weapons are a double barrel shotgun, a Tesla coil um, device can be placed on the ground to da damage nearby enemies as well, and a throwing disc that can be triggered to explode. You can disc. also repair electrical light sources after they shut down. As I mentioned, light sources do have a timer on them. And the final character, being played by Grace for the moment, is the priest. Uh, it's another new character with no connection to prior characters in the series. Yeah, so I see you guys hopping around, exploring Lorewitch, which is the first map we're looking at here. Can't open that up, though? Yeah, you might want to try the door on the train Gates station looking locked. thing. Oh, or down there. Fun part about a procedurally generated map, sometimes it dead ends and there's nothing you can do, but no, there's, oh, there's, there's a shit. way. Lots of dudes in there. Careful. We got some dudes. Cool. Oh, make sure you let, you let them come now. into the light. <laughs> you lost your UI. I never had it, but I can't fire oh. either. Yeah, Good. mine is doing the same thing. Uh, awesome. What? I don't have any ammo. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I can't shoot any uh, lightning bolts yep, out of my hand this me. time. <laughs> Press. Can you change weapons by hitting one or two? Yeah, no, but you can't it, do anything. It doesn't. Oh, and crash. There we go. Yep, mine crashed too. <laughs> I couldn't oh, shoot, and then it was like, error. no, we don't want to work we for you. We have found the most Whoa. broken game. Yeah, t Frank, uh, you're never gonna be able to kill that thing because he's not in the light. I don't I have a light I, on my gun. Well, hold on. Actually, you don't have a light on your gun. If you look at your gun, there is no light. So uh, maybe, maybe underneath the priest. I see a light on my gun. Okay, the priest puts light out of his gun, but uh, he literally does not have any lights. He's not holding any lights or anything. He just has two I pistols. Left. Yeah, everyone else oh, dropped out of the game. This game fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> oh no. You gotta let them come to the light, and then there are only two shots, Frank. You keep like emptying out entire clips on them, but yeah, once once they're in the light, which is kind of hard to distinguish because you have a flashlight, but I guess that doesn't count. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I like that hit. Pistol whip. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. This is great. That's my new move. Hit him right. in the face. And oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. There's some people Dude. who are tied up in very, this very dark ways. Up, Chris. All right. All right. Joining the ghost town. Negative one ping. Wow. That is, that's fast. That server has negative one ping. <laughs> is that fast? That's, I mean, that's, one ping that's is like, a delay. And then negative one the ping future, is right? like, yeah, it's in the future. Yeah. That's pretty wild. So, like I said, I couldn't find almost anything about this developer. Again, pure FPS. However, there is a website called IndieDB.com. That's like a Wikipedia for indie company game developers. Here they come. And they're... Uh, I'm going to lure them through the door. Their listing is the most detail I have seen about this company anywhere, and this is the entire listing. Pure FPS is a new game development studio whose projects include Alone in the Dark Illumination, Nether and Nether Arena, which I can't find anything about. This game doesn't exist. And... <laughs> The team is composed of founding members of oh, Plastic no. Piranha, but has expanded with new talent. Oh my god. Oh, I, I see. You didn't out. have a UI, and then it crashed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just right. got a UI too as it crashed. So the team is composed of founding members of Plastic Piranha, but has expanded with new talent behind hit games such as Dead Island 2, Spec Ops The Line, Bioshock Infinite, Wolfenstein, Homefront, Jesus Christ. MLB 2K, 2K8, Stargate Resistance. Etc. Um, that's all the information that they offer about this company. And again, literally the only thing I could find about it on the entire internet. But in the comment section of this company, someone did leave one very telling comment that says, you guys suck as a company. <laughs> so that's all we know about yeah. pure I wonder who FPS. that brave individual was, that brave soul. <laughs> the publisher of this is 
Atari Europe SA, which used to be Infogrames, which is kind of confusing. And the history of mergers and where they all are at now is a long and twisted tale, so I'll do my best to sum it up. Atari Inc. was founded in 1972. While they were a centerpiece in creating video arcade games and the video game industry as we know it now, really, the company closed in 1984 due to the video game crash of 83, which we actually discussed on Dragon's Lair episode. They split off their assets in 84 and became a couple different companies, um, most of them retaining the name Atari in some way, though. Uh, the computer division became Atari Corporation, another became Atari Games, which went to Namco, and another part to Mitsubishi got some assets as well. The IPs that Atari is known for went with the Atari Corporation, and they did develop some consoles in that time, including the Jaguar, but uh, again, met, met an end, and the IPs at some point were sold off to Hasbro, uh, Hasbro Games was again purchased by Infogrames in 2001, which was a French software company, and they renamed themselves to Atari SA because the brand Atari is more recognizable than uh, Infogrames. So uh, apparently the several divisions of Atari that are out there like filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2013 and are more active in the social what's called the social casino gambling space now, but from a statement <laughs> from their president, the entire operation consists of 10 people now. So Atari, as you know them, is no more than 10 people. And at this point, they're essentially just holders and licensors of the Atari brand and getting royalties for that. I did see that they were getting into the hotel business. <laughs> uh, they said they were planning on breaking ground for Atari hotels in mid-2020. Um, but yeah, otherwise, all that Atari does right now is kind of license their games out, um, and they still own the IPs for Centipede, Missile Command, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Tempest, Adventure, Pong, Asteroids, Avalanche, Breakout, Indy 500, Tank, Wolfpack, and many of those other founding games. They're just hanging on in case they make another, um, what was that movie called, Pixels? There, in case they make another Pixels too, and they need to license out their their name brand again. So yeah, that's, that's where Atari's at. <laughs> Adam so Sandler, help, help him if you out. You can make another Pixels. Yeah. The Atari oh company my. would be very appreciative. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so we have Frank running around lighting some some fires, finding some items that are oh, found some spare parts that work for the engineer. That's exciting. Uh, what do you, what are you feeling, Frank? You found a spitter. All right, they they spit out the goo. That one's locked. Okay. Grace is oh running gosh. around in the goo. Just running into <laughs> all that nastiness. There are almost no visual cues at all in this game. When they spit the stuff, you don't know you're standing in it. Just your health starts sinking all of a sudden. Yeah, no, it's, it wasn't looking good for me. Also, you're just sort of random, running around aimlessly. There, There's an objective lit up. It, it says right now, go to the mine elevator building. Uh -oh. um, but there, uh -oh, there's a does? thing lit up that it's telling you to go there. Yes, oh, Frank's here? found something grotesque. What is that? Just a human. Just a human tied just up a, in a bondage kind of way, but dead and naked. Oh yeah, this one, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that person doesn't have any skin. Um, yeah, so the objectives oh, are constantly lit up on your screen um, about where you need to go. Is it back but here? But there's, there's terrible pathing because it's kind of procedurally generated. Um, you're just kind of running into walls until you find your way there. It's not very obvious the path you should take. Oh, God. Oh, we got some live ones. Let me turn on the lights. Boop. Hey, buddy. Bam. Oh, missed. It's not a good noise, Grace. We should run. Well, I'm trying. Wire electrical cable to the flagpole. 
Looks like. Oh god. Oh no. Run. Oh yeah, I gotta oh. hit. I gotta hit my Q button. Well, bam. <laughs> Where do I get more electrical cable? Oh god! Oh, oh god! Oh god! From over there? You kidding me? Fuck! Fuck! Son of a fuck. bitch! Run! 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 Yeah. Alright, full of spare parts. Ammo's full because the pistol has unlimited ammo. <laughs> oh, these gates are locked. Now that we're in the game a little bit, there there's a prize this evening, as always. And, uh... The monsters in this game, I don't know how to describe them. I feel like they're they're pretty generic, right? Um, a little just homoerotic, your, your, yeah. Well, sure. the dead people are, but, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, they're just kind of your garden variety, kind of zombie-like characters, right? So, what I have this evening is... I have a 3D printed uh, zombie from Plants vs. Zombies because he's he's kind of the, the most go-to, uh, you know, generic zombie, I think. Yeah, but he's a cute little guy and he came out really well. So they do kind of, they do have a kind of like a glowing effect when they're lit up to let you know when you can damage them. But Frank's strategy seems to be to walk up to their face and boop them. And they just yeah, kind of fall they, over. They just fall over. And you can just <laughs> run away. <laughs> so some other popular games that have similar tags to this in Steam. Uh, anything pop into pop into your head? This kind of gameplay. Uh, shitty Left games. Left for Dead. Left for Dead. What did you say, Frank? <laughs> I said, oh, shitty games. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shitty tag, right? That's how I pick all my games. <laughs> oh, you guys have finished. Wow, oh, you guys are going, you're going faster than Frank. Our and, way. Did they also call it a safe room? Oh. I think they do call it a safe room, yeah. don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Left 4 Dead. That's the most obvious one. Left 4 Dead just had a DLC, kind of a fan-made DLC that came out. I watched a playthrough of it, and it's extremely short, but, you know, get some get some more traffic to Left 4 Dead and hopefully get more games like that because that was a fun experience to do with your friends, especially when the servers don't crash. Um, some other games like that are GTFO, one that I'm not too familiar with, but it has some decent traffic, Killing Floor, uh, Fear yep. 3 had co-op. I played co -op. a lot of Killing Floor Maybe. back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Um, Fear 3 had co-op. I think the other ones might have as well, but that one was one that stood out. And uh, Sniper Elite Nazi Zombie Army games. Um, they you know, Quite a few of those, and those are just zombie survival, but you play nice. in a group like this. Uh, Rage hit next level, is another Chris? one. Sorry to me. Not me yeah, hit next level, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think we could use some more games like this. Oh, of course. Of course, how could I forget? Revelations 2012. Revelations 2012, yeah. The, yeah, the, <laughs> what, the, the game you think of when you think of online co-op. <laughs> Quality online co-op. So now that you guys have finished your first level here, how, how does it feel? I like it. Pretty it feels terrible. Feels bad, man. <laughs> what's, I don't, I hate, don't it. hate it either. What? I don't hate it. Okay. I do. <laughs> well, what stands out? What's, what's, the, what's the takeaway so far? It's bad. What about it is bad? <laughs> Real bad, okay. Everything. <laughs> so, Hunter, you're pl are you playing the Hunter, Hunter? Yes. So, what are your weapons that you have access it's, to right now? I I have a machine gun, like an AK-47 or a MR or whatever. Yeah. And a pistol. Okay. And I just put the flashlight on them and I shoot them in the head. Yep. And uh, they just keep coming and you run around to objectives, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fucking spooky music. <laughs> but the it's <laughs> it's very weird and sluggish. <laughs> Grace disappeared. What happened? Oh my god, Grace is above you. Grace! <laughs> you were traveling down an elevator right. and Grace teleported to the we top need of the elevator. Batteries. Yeah, this is uh batteries. Oh, okay. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what happened? Uh, okay. You're not supposed to be Grace. on top of the elevator, Grace. Well, I I am. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, I have a game for everyone this evening. 
Since this game is based on Cthulhu Mythos, we're going to play a little game called Cthulhu. <laughs> oh, Most no. of this that Sorry. I have here is from an article um, from Factinate. So I'm going to ask a series of questions here. Sometimes they're multiple choice, but you're racking up the points. Start off with an easy one. What writer is known for creating the creature Cthulhu? H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. All right. Point for Hunter. Very good. That's right. H.P. Lovecraft. And what does the H.P. in H.P. Lovecraft stand for? I'm going to give you... Harry Potter. <laughs> Funny you say that. My multiple choice. First option, Harry Potter. <laughs> Second option, Hayden Panettiere. Third option... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> maybe they named her after H.P. Lovecraft. You don't know. Hardik Pandaya, Howard Phillips, or Henry Paulson? I'm going to say Henry Paulson? Okay. I don't know. I'll say Howard Phillips. And Hardik Pandaya. Hardik. Hardik Pandaya. I'll say that one just to be different. All right. Well, Hardik Pandaya is a cricket player in India. Um, Henry <laughs> oh, Paulson. Okay. I well. can't remember where. Oh, he was a. Robert Paulson's dad. Robert Paulson's I have dad. One of them. Also, he was a U.S. <laughs> Treasury uh, Secretary, I believe. And uh, yes, it is Howard Phillips is what H.P. Uh, Lovecraft stands for. <laughs> In which story was Cthulhu oh, so introduced? Right. You did. Congratulations. You got a point for that. And extra points for saying Harry Potter before you said. All right, you get an extra point for that oh. too. Good point. All right. Wow. Which Chris, story? Can we collect yeah. all the items and then go back, or do we gotta bring them back individually? No, it's one, one at a time. One, I just tried to collect a second battery. What story was Cthulhu introduced in? I don't know. Okay, I'll give know, you guys a few HP no Lovecraft stories. In. The Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Azathoth. The book, Beyond the Wall of Sleep, The Call of Cthulhu, The Battle That Ended the Century, The Alchemist. Which book introduced Cthulhu? Let's say B. I don't remember what that was. Call the Alchemist. Okay. Neither do I. All right. Well, that wasn't that wasn't even one of the the titles of the book, Frank. It was Call (laughs) of Cthulhu, not Call of the Alchemist. The Call of Cthulhu introduced the character. What is Cthulhu? Is Cthulhu an old one, a dragon, an alien, or an angel? An old one. Old one. Yep. I also would have given points for an alien because the old ones are aliens, apparently. They're from another world. They're a cosmic being. Oh. Yeah. I thought they were, like, beyond that. Beyond time and space itself, perhaps. Uh, Which cartoon does H.P. Lovecraft share a hometown with? Family Guy. The Simpsons, American Dad, or Futurama? Uh, Futurama. Family Guy. The Simpsons. I'm going to say Futurama. All right, Futurama. got a spread there. Futurama. Okay, yeah, Futurama would be nice. New York, which is incorrect. American Dad would have been Langley, which is incorrect. Simpsons would have been some unknown Springfield. But Family Guy is Providence, Rhode Ooh. Island. Yeah, yep. Rhode Island. Ah. That's right. Yeah, and a lot of his, much like Stephen King books, are based in New England. Like Stephen King is based almost all of his books in Maine. A very spooky state, apparently. Um, what? Or there's just nothing ah, else there. There's nothing because else except for you're locked inside during with the snow. and. <laughs> Which cartoon is based on H.P. Lovecraft? Dora the Explorer, Vampirina, The Void, or Howard Lovecraft? They could be made up as well. Uh, I'm going to say The Void. The Void. 
I'm sorry, there is an actual movie series called Howard Lovecraft, and I have it up uh. on stream right now. That it's called huh. uh, Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom is one of them. What is the name of the recent Nicolas Cage movie based on an H.P. Lovecraft story? All or out of space. Hold on a second. Make sure. Well, maybe. Hold on. Of color in space. The color of sound. <laughs> the color. I'm sorry. The sound of space or color out of space. Color out of space. Sticking with or it. Or Mandy. Ma- <laughs> or Mandy. Or Just kidding. Primal. But also, that's my or favorite next. of his recent terrible horror movies. Or so. knowing. Yeah. Everybody should watch it. Oh, he's got a new one coming out. What was the one yeah. I found earlier today? I forget the name of it, but I am so stoked. <laughs> um, yes, Hunter. Uh, Color Out of Space is the Nicolas Cage <laughs> movie. Congratulations. Why was H.P. Lovecraft so sad? Was it nightmares after the death of his grandma? Childhood abuse? It paid better than his novels, like writing these things paid better than his uh, comedy novels. Or he had a good childhood, and that's not the reason. He had a good childhood. Uh, made more money. <laughs> He's a sellout. He's a sellout for Lovecraftian horrors. Sellout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say sellout as well. Okay. Nope, it was, it was his nightmares began after the death of his grandma, and he was haunted by, mm. by deathly shadows at night. Which boring? <laughs> which college did H.P. Lovecraft attend? Phoenix University, Harvard, <laughs> no college, or Oxford? Um, say o- no he's an Oxford. Oxford no man. <laughs> he's an Oxford man. He was a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying Oxford. Congratulations, Hunter. They, he didn't go to college. He actually never even no. graduated from high school. Um, when he had, I, I, you can read more about it, but apparently, like on his way to, or right, shortly before accepting his equivalent to a high school certificate, he had some sort of nervous breakdown, and uh, yeah, never, never graduated from high school either. Lovecraft once collaborated with this famous figure, Harry what? Houdini. Al Capone, President Taft, or Woodrow Wilson? I want it to be Houdini, but I feel like it's someone more boring like Taft. (laughs) (laughs) The man in the tub, Taft. The the man in the tub. (laughs) No, I'm sorry, it is Harry Houdini. Yes, I was right. I was right. (laughs) Sure, you can get a point. I'll give a point to Tom for that, Grace. The Tom and Grace team. Uh, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft wrote a short novella about an adventure that Harry Houdini had about being trapped in a Egyptian tomb or something. And from H.P. Lovecraft, he knew it was BS, but he indulged because it paid well, I guess. So, uh, Arkham Asylum. Is Arkham Asylum a prison named after Lovecraft? Arkham Asylum as in uh, from Batman. Is it a prison named after Lovecraft lore, or did Lovecraft name it after Batman lore, or are they both named after a famous prison? They're both named after a famous prison. Okay. Uh, no, from Batman, it is named after Lovecraft. Lovecraft came first. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful name. place. <laughs> name, are you talking about the mines that you're in, or Arkham Asylum? Both. They're very romantic. Okay. <laughs> Name the quasi-parody horror movie which dealt with appeasing the elder gods through ritual sacrifice. Cabin in the Woods. That's right. Cabin <gasps> in the Woods yes. had very much Lovecraft-inspired uh, themes. Was H.P. Lovecraft a cat person or a dog person? Cat. Cat person. Cat person. 
Yes, he absolutely was a cat person, and he has a whole essay on it. He goes out of his way to antagonize dogs, calling out their need to be loved as pitiful and saying that cats have a superior <laughs> imaginative inner life. At one point, he Stupid clarifies dogs. that he isn't bigoted towards dogs, saying that he has no less hatred for them than he would for human beings or insert racist slur, which takes us to the part of H.P. Lovecraft, which oh, he was no. a big old oh. racist. <laughs> which, what's racial slur? Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> Pretty much, if, if you can imagine like a thing to be racist against, H.P. Lovecraft had something to say about it. It comes across in subtle ways and uh, how he talks about like in his in his popular novels, he'll talk about untrustworthy, seedy foreigners who speak different languages and can't be trusted, and in more blatant <laughs> ways in his letters, which he just outright complains about certain ethnic groups. So the more you know, that's H.P. Lovecraft for you. <laughs> I don't like that he didn't like dogs. <laughs> That's the part that stuck with you. <laughs> That's why I knew he was a racist. I was like, yeah, if you don't like dogs, you're a racist. Where the fuck is this last? It looks like it's under us. Yeah. Yeah, we cannot find problem. it. There's no way down. Do There's no way to get there. Down. Well, HP uh, Lovecraft inspired many, many board games. As I mentioned, The Call of Cthulhu is a pen and paper RPG in the style of Dungeons and Dragons. But many games are inspired by him. Uh, a new game just came out called Moons of Madness, a 2020 game about exploring an abandoned Mars base. is apparently very uh, Lovecraftian inspired. The Sinking City is a 2019 game. It's an action-adventure game based in the 20s. It's supposed to be pretty good. There's a game called Call of Cthulhu, which is a 2018 game, pretty well-reviewed, adventure sleuthing style. The 2008 Sherlock Holmes game, uh, The Awakened, it is a Cthulhu-inspired <laughs> Sherlock Holmes well game. The 2005 Call of Cthulhu game that integrated a sanity system seems to have some lasting impact upon the community. I'd never heard of it. Bloodborne, which is uh, Dark Souls' spiritual sequel, okay. is very Lovecraftian. And I saw Darkest Dungeon on some of the lists. I don't know if that's really... Like, what is Lovecraft can be... It's pretty... You call lots of things Lovecraft. Anytime there's like a giant monster, you could say, ah, it's Lovecraftian. It's Cthulhu inspired. Like some some people said, like King Kong and Godzilla are Lovecraftian inspired, but I don't know about all that. You guys still I haven't found it had your way to down. Do more with like Eldritch Horror <laughs> and whatnot. Right. It was more Lovecraftian. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And but when people talk about like the impact of Cthulhu itself, I guess like the idea of this giant horrifying beast um some people say that even things like king kong are uh, i'm inspired by it i could not find this mine shaft down <laughs> i'm pretty sure i saw someone drop in a hole or that happened in dark souls stream i was watching i'm not sure it could have been either one <laughs> both were very oh, dark <laughs> no <laughs> christopher you're killing me christopher you're getting the full game experience I don't know what to tell you. And a special mention to Fallout 3, which if you remember, there's a building in the wasteland called the Dunwich Building. It's mm -hmm. uh, made as a bit of a Lovecraft tribute, and there are spooky things happening in there, objects being thrown around, um, some supernatural stuff. All the messages are very uh, Lovecraft written and themed. But some more quick H.P. Lovecraft facts. In case you don't know, uh, God save you, you can't comprehend the horror. Your mind would rend itself into pieces. That's kind of the Lovecraftian uh, writing. Unspeakable evils, elder gods, outer gods. It's so spooky. Like, you couldn't even, oh, man. You couldn't like, even imagine, so man. Dude, it's like, you would lose your freaking mind, man. Usually there's some kind of investigator character, often a dead relative in a mansion, mirrors. 
the author is sometimes consumed, cosmic horrors, cultists. It's a it's a whole mood. Supposedly, Lovecraft hated games during his lifetime, so it's an interesting legacy that he's most known for. <laughs> I hate fun. <laughs> he uh, instead uh, was a very avid writer, not just of novels and books, but he penned over 100,000 letters to other sci-fi style writers. Uh, only Voltaire is known to have written more um, letters than that. So, yeah. But who really reads letters, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, it seems like he was wasting his time, right? Let's just play more games. Yeah. Um, Classic Hamilton move, you know, a lot of writing. <laughs> Trying to write really your way out of your situation, come on. Yeah. That's... But many games take note, as we were talking, of this ancient unknown evil artifact. Even even Dead Space is pretty Lovecraftian in that way. Yeah. One of my favorite games. Absolutely. And... It was actually going to be my answer for the oh. homework. Yeah, we oh, haven't yeah. done homework. Yeah, I forgot. I even gave you guys any homework. Was... Yeah, if you, I, just, I just asked you guys to be thinking about spooky games. Things that are uh, spooky experiences or stories in games. So if you, uh, yeah, you, if you wanted to talk, oh, you didn't want to talk about Dead Dead Space. What do you have something else in mind? Then I don't. <laughs> Sick of it. <laughs> Since you already you already used it. <laughs> okay, Resident Evil Seven. You've been play- yeah. Tom said you guys are playing a lot of so it. How's that going? Freaking good. We finished it. Um, oh nice. But then we've been playing all the extra parts and. I don't know. I actually don't play. I just get scared and watch him play. Um, <laughs> no, it's super, super fun. And the okay, so I used to slash still totally do play Nancy Drew games like on mm-hmm. the computer. And so sure. the coolest part about like, the reason that I enjoyed the games too is there's like a little bit of that like puzzle solving and you know putting things together and clues and you're walking around the whole place and. There are spooks yeah. and obviously fighting. There's fighting too, but I don't know. There's like a little bit more to it than just um, like shooting the monsters and whatever. Yeah, so it's it fighting and Nancy Drew. Tingly. No, Nancy yeah. Drew is more puzzles and scary ghosts oh, okay. and dogs of Moon Lake. But um, <laughs> oh god, don't speak of their name. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, it's super fun. Well, I'm worried now because we collected three batteries, but it only says we collected two. Yeah, we started, two. it said just collect yeah. three batteries. And then we got three batteries, so, like, now I need four batteries. All right, what how about, that all about? How about you guys I'm restart reading, the room then? Yeah, no. I'm reading right now in the discussion page for this game that this is a bug. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> that sometimes you can't find all the batteries. Yeah. Okay, well, there's a trade-off, all right? So you guys maybe can't find all the batteries right now, but... This game has been updated. It's a lot, apparently a lot better than the original release of the game with more abilities and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I would have thought less crashes. So there's a trade-off happening. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, if you want to relaunch that, if you have access to another map, maybe you can try and do that. How do we do that? We just exit to main menu exit, and go back yeah. in? Or? You have to right. re- rejoin with your here, partners. Oof. Sorry. Any more spooky stories for me? Okay, so... My spooky game experience. I've got two. One was legitimately scary, and then the other one absolutely should not have been, but I was a silly child. So (laughs) I had stolen, well, not stolen, borrowed my sister's game and stayed up late, snuck into the computer room, and fired up this game. I think one of the first, like, well, definitely my first computer gaming experience. And it seemed... Uh, harmless. Seemed like just good wholesome fun. Didn't realize that Sims died (laughs) and when they (laughs) my Sim 
uh, was electrocuted, mm-hmm. and it was horrific. <laughs> and then the Grim Reaper showed That's up right. to collect his soul and young young little carly was so scared at the image of the grim reaper unexpectedly showing up in the middle of the night while i was the only one awake and the lights were off and i was sneaking into the game room and yeah so i cried and (laughs) took the game disc out and broke it (laughs) oh my gosh You know it's a computer game. And my sister, my my sister, I did. Nope, Carly did not know that back then. (laughs) The ghost is still Um, in the computer, Carly. (laughs) Yeah, I just was like, this demon game, get it out of my house. Um, And then the Grim Reaper showed up, and the CD (laughs) turned into a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, and then I realized that it was still installed on the computer, so I played it again last night, and I was hooked ever since. uh, Or the next next night, night. rather. Yeah. Yeah, last night. I still play the Sims. I still play the Sims. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that's my silly, spooky one, but a legitimately scary one. I think that's legitimate. <laughs> um, Half Life Two, Ravenholm. Oh, that's right. That was spooky. Terrified me. Yep, such a spooky town. That the, the head crabs yeah. and the zombies. I'm pulling up Ooh. some some pictures of that real fast. We don't go to Ravenholm. That was the name of that chapter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd forgotten completely about that. Oh yeah. Very spooky. Oh, and there's just yeah corpses hanging from ceiling uh, from uh from trees. What do you what do you have over there, Hunter? You got a spooky story for us? Very oh, spooky. Oh, mine was just uh, Dead Space. Oh, it was Dead was Space. Okay, but favorite. I stole it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he stole it. But like, I had this whole thing about Dead Space because. I played it on the computer, and the controls are very slow and sluggish, and uh, it kind of goes along with the game, though, because your character is uh, an engineer. He's not like a warrior. Right, right. So that game has a next level of unease and creepiness because of how slow you move and how you're not, like, you don't have guns. You're using tools to kill enemies. So you're not just like firing off a hundred rounds a second. You're like, yeah. Oh, I have one. You have a kind of realistic impairment that makes it scarier. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like you're able to do Moonlight Trailer Park, which is actually part of the DLC. Ooh. Yeah. In the update, they added Moonlight uh, Trailer Park, and we can watch the trailer for it later. It's not great. We appreciate you you sitting in, Grace. Did an admiral job, keeping us from being alone. Hello. Hey, Tom. I'm sorry, you had bit busy work stuff to do? More important than a podcast about bad video games? <laughs> I, 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 I no? told them. I was, they were like, were you busy? And I was like, sort of. I was on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, I'm so busy. Doing a podcast about... Check it out on twitch.tv slash ggncast. Yeah. <laughs> Playing a video game with my friends. What about you, Frank? Any spooky stories? Spoopy? Spoopy scary games? Um, you know, Left 4 Dead 2 sometimes, if you're playing it by yourself in the middle of the night... Sure. It can kind of be spooky. Yep. It's all heck, you know? And, uh, Tom, did you have any anything else you wanted to add to that? Yeah, well, Grace Grace mentioned uh, the Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 7, yeah. and I, that is a fantastic example. I, I think what was funny, um, that and Grace and I talked about it at the time, is one of the mid-game fights you go against, like, the, the mother, and she turns into a spider, and it is. Like, mm-hmm. she's very stealthy and like crawling around the room and it's terrifying and scary but later on spider bomb yeah <laughs> later on there's a, a battle where it's like the monster's like gigantic and I, I just always felt like 
the bigger a monster is in movie and in video games, like the less scary it is. Uh, I was wondering if you right. guys feel like that. Um, if that's so the true bigger for you. it is, the less scary it is. Yeah, interesting. This was like in in the game. It's like a huge building sized monster you fight later, and we I don't know it was just like not not scary. But the spider mom was terrifying. You're like running around the house, and you don't know where she's gonna be, and she's like crawling on the ceiling above your head, and you're like, oh my god! And she attacks you. Oh my god! Yeah, I just pulled up a video of her. She is. Uh, what, what freaks me out, and Bloodborne does this a ton, is just slightly elongate the limbs. Like, when the arms are just a little <laughs> bit too long, you're like, oh, that's freaky as hell. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like um, I think it's a natural valley. reaction, like a human reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you see something that's close but not, it's unsettling to you. Yeah, it's that uncanny the valley. Mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, I'm watching a video of it. I've, I've stopped watching you, Frank. I'm just watching Spider-Mom. Oh my god, it's <laughs> so freaky. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you see like okay, I'm watching I'm watching the Twitch video. Oh, the crawl crawling around on the floor, yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. It doesn't help that in Resident Evil, like you, you just kinda meander around at a slow stroll. Yeah. But if you watch so now look for um you fight Spider Dad? No, I can't remember his name, but if you just look like <laughs> Resident Evil Seven, like Dad Final Form, Daddy Fight Chainsaw. No, not Dad that fight. one. <laughs> Daddy Fight Chainsaw. That one's actually scary. You're in a very enclosed space, and he's chasing you with a chainsaw, and it's it's very tense and spooky. Jack Baker Final Boss. That's fight. it. Third encounter. Yeah. Show that one. Okay, yeah, but he's he's kind of like pinned in the floor in a way. Right. Yeah, but like, it's I don't know. Do you think that's like a scary it's not scary anymore it's just like a, yeah I, I definitely understand what you're saying that when they're they're moving around you especially a first person shooter that um it it has a penchant for being scarier because they're somewhere in the environment while this is more about just understanding their move set right right exactly yeah. you're just like going around by the way the witch yes, has like sir. a flashlight as a weapon i looked it up yeah in this it thing just kind of glows her hand it, it said that it does damage to dark monsters no no it doesn't <laughs> you have to hold it on yeah. them for a it's long like a, time, apparently. Like it's a yeah, it's and like then they eventually will blow up. <laughs> my, my lightning it's like holding bolt. up a little lighter to them. Also, you can drain light from a nearby light source oh, to cool. harness it as mana. Apparently, Ooh, I've not successfully here. done that yet, but I found the key that is supposed to do that. <laughs> cool. So this IP is cool. now owned by THQ Nordic but they have not published another entry since. So this is the most recent Alone in the Dark game, perhaps the last. Now they'll reboot it at some point. (laughs) This game does have, or sorry, the series Alone in the Dark does have an entry on tvtropes.com. Just an interesting thing. They said that the flavor text in Illumination was written by someone who at least seems to have played through the original games, while the rest of this game has nothing to do with the original games whatsoever. So someone, at least on the team, had had some knowledge of Alone in the Dark because there was some tie-ins, but otherwise it has nothing to do with the original games at all. So from trivia about staff in this game, the senior product lead, Peter Banks, for Alone in the Dark Illumination, also has credits for MTV Pimp My Ride and MTV Celebrity Deathmatch. Uh, And has also been involved in the marketing for Rock Band and Baldur's Gate. So interesting mesh of games there. Ooh. Four people who worked on this game also well worked rounded. on. Yeah, it's good. It's good to know what's good and what's bad. <laughs> but yeah. Four people who worked on this game also worked on the more recent game A Way Out, and three worked on Bioshock Two Remastered. So 
you know, team team has some video gaming experience. Just uh, this didn't quite come together all the way. All right, and one more little Good. section here. Actually, I guess I have two sections here. We're going to do a quick little, just a fast Achievement Hunter section. In Achievement Hunter games, I describe the achievement that can be unlocked, and you guess the name that they would have called it. So if you kill 25 creatures using Wrath of God, which is a priest-only move, what would you call that? Killing 25 creatures uh, with the Wrath of God. Uh, is Divine? it called Wrath of God? You done been smited. <laughs> <laughs> Divine Thou intervention is great, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shall not spook. <laughs> uh, now mm-hmm. it is a plague on all your houses. Oh, oh all right. Right. Yeah, yeah. that was my second That's answer. Yeah. How about completing the Mines of Lorewich campaign, which is impossible when the game is bugged in the way that it is. <laughs> now, just to be clear, like the 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 bug that you guys saw in like discussions, like that's possible to happen because the game is procedurally generated. So the game can generate itself in a way where it's impossible to solve. Um, great feature. Nice. But the achievement for completing the Mines of Lure Witch campaign, uh, any guesses there? Mm. I got the black lung, Pa. <laughs> we give you two points, Tom. The achievement is black lung. Oh! <laughs> oh! Wow. There you go. Wow. How about wow. a reference? <laughs> That's... Amazing. Yep. How about completing the minds of Lorewitch in multiplayer? We got the black lung pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, friends in a mine. It's a, it's a kind of mine reference. Who's the canary? We're all the canary. Oh, oh Frank, that's very good. Wow, you can get points for doing great guesses too. So we're all the canary. I really like that. Uh, no, but it is Breaker Boys. I guess like uh, you know, Breaker Boys. Yeah. Uh, breaker Breaker. <laughs> How about uh, how about killing a creature with a single blow? One shot kill. Mm, or, close. Or one shot, one Boom, headshot. Kill. Boom, headshot. You guys are close. One shot, one kill. <laughs> uh, closer, maybe. <laughs> how about one oh, shot, one kill? Is it Kablooey? <laughs> it is one hit wonder. Uh, like their their okay. achievement names are all right. How about complete the tomb beneath the graves campaign? Uh, Lich hunter. Grave hunter. Grave robber. <laughs> it is friends amongst Grave the dead. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. Oh. Hold on a second. So that's completing in multiplayer. Completing Tomb Beneath the Graves campaign in single player is Grave Digger. Congratulations, Carly. Oh. What? Yeah, not bad. All right. <laughs> that's a monster truck. How about completing every level on insane difficulty? Get a life. Uh, lucky SOB. <laughs> it is also a Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. Rampage. The Scorpion King. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I know, I know. <laughs> Tooth Fairy. Uh, Tooth Fairy. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's Jumanji. Uh, <laughs> Enter the Jungle. Oh, my God. <laughs> or whatever. That's a very specific uh, reference. No. <laughs> no. There's only there's uh, so few movies left. The Gridiron Gang. <laughs> nope. Uh, I think this is one of his movies. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, Jumanji. Baywatch. Yeah, no, this uh, is one of his movies. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> no. Uh, it has... Fast and Furious. It has Mark Wahlberg in it. Oh, gosh. Oh, the other guys. Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain, yeah. Oh. The yeah, achievement name is No Pain, No Gain for completing the game on insane difficulty and the last achievement killing a hundred creatures with a flamethrower which is hunter the characters 
uh, last oh. weapon or an unlockable weapon. On uh, fire. Fuego, yeah. Fireball. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Good guesses. It is Hellfire to kill uh, the enemies. Ah. I think out of all the games we've done, Achievement Hunter on, this did have the best titles um, for their achievements. Um, and just a couple quick yeah. things of tropes that TV Tropes listed. Trope, did you just punch Cthulhu? Because the final boss in this game is Cthulhu, and you can beat Cthulhu, which is very not Cthulhu-esque. Yeah, the escape from this game, you, you just fight Cthulhu and beat Cthulhu. And uh, also they had continuity nod that it referenced previous characters. Um, In-name only trope, which is that the game doesn't really have much to do with the other titles at all. So that's about all the notes I have here, and I think we've we've got a good feel for this game now. So um, we can we can we can quit out of this. I'm not going to force you guys to play anymore. Thank God. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, your generous over God to chat here. I had a I had a, I don't know if this was a struggle. You probably talked about it before I uh, got back, but uh, where I'd be standing in front of like a health pack and just like couldn't pick it up. <laughs> just weren't allowed to pick it up. Yeah. Like, like nice. I couldn't get it to say. Like, it would say press F to pick up for, like, a millisecond, and I'd miss it. <laughs> you got to be quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, this game was ranked by Watch Mojo as their number one worst game of 2015. It did receive a pretty big update in 2016. It's hard to exactly compare the before and after. You aren't on Steam able to access, like, the launch build, um, which apparently was much worse. And if you heard any of the voiceovers in this game, like when you started some levels, there was some flavor text talking about this town I just and heard stuff. One for the first time. Yeah. Well, there was none of it, and there was no voice acting at all in the game when it came out. So they added some stuff. <laughs> they supposedly added an advancement system, added new abilities, streamlined the missions, and fixed many bugs. So supposedly we're playing the best version of this game. But as Frank's looking at the skill tree right now, and if you guys took a look at it at all they're all passive upgrades like every single one is like do one percent more damage do two percent more damage your clip is 20 percent larger 30 percent larger it, it's all things that are done in the background on like sliders that affect gameplay that affect gameplay in or sorry the like it didn't change it visual gameplay in no way at all right the skills that you have here it seems like in the original build you could just choose what weapon like the hunter went in with and the flamethrower was so overpowered you could just you could go on forever with it and it wouldn't matter that counts as a light source so you just light them up and they die and uh, but in this now it seems like you have to level up a bit before you unlock your next weapons at least uh, which is better i guess but still not fun because it'll take you replaying the same level multiple times to unlock everything Let's see. So the ending of this game, once you play through all the levels and defeat Cthulhu, <laughs> the end of the game is... I'm going to show you the end of the game if you watch stream real fast. You, uh, yeah, you're, you're panning over the world here. And okay, then you just get go. a white pop-up message. It says, you've driven back the forces of the old ones and prevented great calamity. But the evil <laughs> of this magnitude cannot be truly defeated. Even now, from between folds of eternal darkness, Cthulhu waits dreaming. One day he will rise anew. Already there are rumors of strange swirling portals materializing around Lorewich. When the time comes, we'll be ready to face the darkness once again. The Alone in the Dark saga continues. So yeah, it literally just holds on that. That's the end of the game. That but is you, the end of the game. Beating Cthulhu, though? Yeah, there's Cthulhu. Cthulhu's <laughs> health bar. <laughs> Maybe Cthulhu's like they're trying to prevent him from coming out. So they're, Maybe, sh they're but shooting the, the obelisk. There he is. He's spooky. 
But oh, he's... he just stands there and you shoot Cthulhu in the oh, face. He's on the, he's on the thing. He's on the thing. His We're tentacles the cover look the more game. like dreadlocks. <laughs> We're... Yeah, they do. Jamon. Right, yeah, he's just like... Apparently he's found a way to... <laughs> Don't shoot me, man. You know what? Everything's iry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the whole HP Lovecraft's racist thing that kind of makes more sense now. Yeah, that's what the yeah yeah. Apparently, they find a way to glitch Cthulhu that he's standing by an ammo box and uh, Cthulhu can't get him. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty spooky. It's a spooky Cthulhu. That is yep. pretty funny though. That I am the great and powerful Cthulhu, but can <laughs> but can you like move off those stairs for a second? Because <laughs> just so I can swing at you. Uh, I, hey man, you're kind of cheating. Not quite. <laughs> it ain't Irie. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I have a ranged attack? <laughs> so this game cost thirty dollars on launch. So if you oh. wanted to play with your friends, it would cost a hundred and twenty dollars. And from our experience. The servers wouldn't work, so uh, I was able to get it much cheaper, fortunately. There are many, many shady buying key websites out there that I don't advise you use, but they're there. So I didn't pay more than $10 for us all to play this this evening. Um, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some other notes about this game. Yeah, it doesn't really try and scare you, right? Um, not, not very scary. Alone in the Dark Before was like it had some pop out scare gimmicks, but... I don't know. There was some grotesque stuff in it, but it, it wasn't particularly scary. As we noted, there was no mini map. It just kind of highlights the objective, um, clipping through walls wherever you are, and you just kind of figure out your path. And in the case of the mines, sometimes you can't. Sometimes the game broke itself. It, for every single level, it's always something like what you guys experience. You go in, the main objective is going to be, ah, oh, we got to turn the generator on, run to this one point, grab a wire, connect it to this, run to this one point, grab a wire, connect it to this, and just do it over and over Only again. Only run there if the procedurally generated level will allow you. Will allow it if if the Elder God allows it. If, that's um, how realistic the game is. Sometimes, sometimes you just life won't doesn't win. work out. You know, that's because that's the realistic. Elder God doesn't wish it. <laughs> and uh, oh, and zero punctuation as well as Total Biscuit both did reviews of this game, so those reviews are out there in case you want to check out their gameplays. But uh, that's the R.I.P. R.I.P. Total Biscuit. Um, that's the the video that I watched, the cynical Brit playing um, on the mines, and he was able to drop through, and he was talking about some of the flaws as far as the skills tree that uh, they've resolved, I guess, in a way, but they broke that level in specifics. So, fun stuff. So, from original expectations to the game that we played this evening, how does everyone feel? Bad. Okay. <laughs> Feels bad? Pretty awful. All right. I didn't hate it. I just wish okay. that it would actually work the way it's designed. Like, I don't mind so much that it's, like, very simple and, like, not in-your-face scary. I, I I dig that. That's fine. But, like... It's it, got to work. We need to play it and, and have it not crash. Right. Um, or, you know, when the objective says get four batteries, we need to be able to actually access all four batteries sure. <laughs> at yeah. some point. Fair. Fair, um, fair criticism. Yeah. I think anytime you play a like a co-op game like that, there's it's well if it works, it's bound to be fun, right? Like we had some fun with Revelations 2012, even though that game was yeah. objectively terrible. I I um, love that game was more fun. I love Revelations 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the fact that okay. it, it, in, it actually did curse my computer at the time, I think <laughs> it broke your power yeah, supply. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> the curse of the Aztec gods came down on your power supply. Yeah, it was it was bad. probably because of how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> they were like, oh no. So it sounds like. 
we we really need to play Left for Dead, like yeah. one that works. I well, got gotcha. you. Yeah. So Grace, um, <laughs> since Grace is the one that played, I'm gonna actually hand the head the sure. headset to her, which in, in right now is set up almost like the uh, what is it the the speaking shell in Lo- Lord of the Flies, <laughs> <laughs> right? The talking shell. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna hand that to her. So uh, she's gonna tell you about what she thought about the the game. Hello. <laughs> hey Grace. Hello. I what do you think? That you were wondering about how uh, I felt about the game, and yes. I just want to say that I think it was amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lots of enjoyment out of that. I had a great time, except that I couldn't Good. run, and I couldn't pick things <laughs> it up. It was difficult to run, and I uh, kept okay. crashing. There's two. And Three. Okay. otherwise, it was super great. Otherwise, perfect. All right. Rivals yeah. Resident uh, Evil also, 7. Also, the monsters were like really easy to kill. <laughs> Listen, I'm terrible <laughs> at these computer games, so the fact that I was even able to run or kill or do anything probably says that yeah. it's very boring for people who are actually good at games. <laughs> well, good. Glad glad you enjoyed it. And one more new question here that I think is good to ask for for these games that we play. Any suggestions on like a, a simple fix they could do? Something they could change that, uh, that would fix this game, make it a really good game? I have one. What you got? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> when you put in the code like that you sent me, Yes. You know, uh-huh. it should just download Left 4 Dead instead. <laughs> and I gotcha. think that would fix it. So I I realized that I kind of short answered you on like- We can I'm talk about it some more bit. in the ratings, but yeah. Well, just, I guess uh, I could do that, or I could do yeah, it now. Yeah. What, what do you want? What do you oh, want? Oh, let, let's say it. I mean, that, that's fine. Want? We can move on to the critic reviews, and yeah, you can All bundle right, it bad. into your review. Bad. Right okay. now, bad. bad. <laughs> Later on, give a little more. All right, right now, sounds, bad. Stay tuned. You got to stay tuned to the near the end of the podcast yeah, for, for Hunter's rating. <laughs> just play Left for Dead. Play Left for Dead instead. All right. Well, the Metacritic score, which is an aggregate of critic reviews for this, which is between zero and a hundred, what do you guys think? Uh, you guys can shout them out. And uh, what, what, what do you think? Just do them rapid fire, so you guys don't stop. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Fifty-four. Uh, I'm gonna say forty-two. Wow, that's 54. low, Frank. That is very low. Um, okay, yeah, so we, we're in low. the gambit here. Okay, you know what, Frank? It's a nineteen. This might be the <laughs> lowest yeah! game we have ever done. It's got a 19 what? on Metacritic. It so, sucks, man. It does yeah. I mean, deserve a, a well-deserved 19, yeah. <laughs> it has a user I score. I said the exact opposite. I said it does not deserve a 19. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, like I a think... Grace tr- tricked me. It's not fair. <laughs> she made me think it was good. Um, <laughs> she lied to you. <laughs> she lied to you. A couple reviews here <laughs> from critics. This is uh, Spazio says... 23 years and this is how it ends. <laughs> Horrifying and not in a good way. Illumination is an utter failure on all fronts. A derivative, boring, and disappointing shooter. What a sad ending for this legendary series. Mm. <laughs> Fazio gave it a 40, actually. 40 out of 100, whatever their rating system is, translated to 40. <laughs> wow. All right, Tom. I'll just do. Let's do. Let's try and do Mickey. Let's try and do Mickey Mouse all the way through. <laughs> no. Okay. Grace says no. Why not Mickey? Because we'll get sued. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She says uh-huh. the impression gets worse after I say Mickey Mouse, which is true. <laughs> Mickey Mouse here. <laughs> right, but I'll, I'm still gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Let's see. <laughs> Mickey Mouse here. 
a complete <laughs> and utter disaster. It might spark the curiosity of trash fans, and that's all there is to say. Come on, Ludo. <laughs> that's us, oh trash fans. God. That's from everyeye.it. What about uh, Hunter? What do you have there? See, uh, Hooked Gamer said... Alone in the dark, Illumination comes across as trying to be Left for Dead 2 in a Resident Evil 6 hybrid while doing absolutely nothing right and favoring to do everything wrong. <laughs> All right, and Carly, how about yourself? How on earth could this game make it to a release date? And why would Atari kill the franchise that started survival horror and make Resident Evil what it is today? Yep, so that's what the critics had to say about Alone in the Dark Illumination. All right, this part of the podcast, we go to a section called Someone Else's Treasure. So is this game Someone Else's Treasure? It holds a 1.3 out of 10 on Metacritic, mostly negative on Steam with only 56 reviews. Do you have the reviews for the other games? Because several of these reviews said that, like, you know, what a horrible ending to a great series. Um, so yeah, that's a good games, point. No, are they, they reviewed well? No. When I when I was talking through <laughs> in, in the beginning, only the first three really, like the trilogy that were done from 1992 to 1994, are, are well reviewed. The rest, um, they just continually got worse. Uh, the 2008 game had a 39 through 58 on Metacritic, and the 2001 had a 60 on Metacritic. So, I don't know. Maybe everyone's just thinking about like the legacy of Alone in the Dark. Um, that first game that defines the genre. Glasses. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're going to do a few positive reviews that I found out here. Carly, you're first in group chat. You got this one, Carly? To be entirely honest, this is not as bad as Alone in the Dark 5 was for PlayStation 2. That game sucked. <laughs> this one is actually creepy and extremely challenging. I played 20 minutes on medium difficulty and I could not... What? What is that? <laughs> I could not ehard the creatures. Every time I turned around, Ale there was at, <laughs> every time I turned around, there was at least four of the monsters lunging towards me. But I still say, "Alone in the Dark: The New Nightmare" is creepier, but Illumination is not that bad actually. It is indeed fun single player. Recommended. From Zio Zio Pintman. Yeah, so he actually liked the fact that there was no sound design in this game and it made it creepier. <laughs> Disagree there, but all right. Let's see, Tom, can you take care of what Julius Caesar here has to say? Julius Caesar says, terrible AI, <laughs> but if it's on sale or if you find it on a key sharing site for $5 or below, pick it up, I enjoy it, so it's whatever. Re- recommended. All right. Was and that goofy? It was. It started as goofy. <laughs> I was, can, you got to get the to laugh goofy. in there. Here's, it's goofy. Here's <laughs> it, oh, yeah. Chris and I, when when we were Bellman, we used to practice impressions together, and um, I always felt like it's only like the first two words of any impression that are really good. The hook, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> the best thing that we ever did, and may, not for tonight, but in the future we need to do it on a podcast, is we sang the entirety oh of p- the Pokemon intro song as uh, Phil Collins. Was it Phil Collins? Not oh. Phil Collins. Oh. Not Phil Collins. No. As, uh, oh, God, you made me forget it. Oh, no. Um, it, Mike, Michael. Um, oh man, we'd have to. You're gonna have to find it, Chris. Overpronounce his words. Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, 
It would the way we would do it. It'd be Michael like McDonald? Michael breathe. McDonald. Yeah, that, yeah, Michael McDonald. So it'd be like the very yeah. best, <laughs> the best yeah. ever was. <laughs> like just, we, said we're not doing it tonight, Tom. No, <laughs> we, there's we're not, not enough time. We're, not. we're gonna practice it. We're gonna practice it. But we'll get we the karaoke to, version of, uh, of Pokemon, and but, uh, we'll do it. And we actually, I'm not. This is 100 percent true. We actually, I remember doing this. We called our boss into the bell closet. <laughs> you called our boss into the bell closet because you were so proud of what we yeah, had done yeah. that and, we had and practiced he, this. I could not see and, Chris agreeing to and that. And to be, to be fair, our boss was uh, – uh, he was in the, a Marine, right? <laughs> yeah. He was a Marine. Yeah. So you could say he was a serious could not, gentleman. Could not give the slightest of shits about, <laughs> about any of this. I mean, I wonder why. And, <laughs> Like I, my like the ongoing gag with him was that every day I would come into the office and try to hug him and he'd be like, "Get away from me!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we called him in the office on shift and we sang him. The like, this is really important. Song. We need you to come to the bell bell closet so we can uh, we show you something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yep, that's how that went. Yep. All <laughs> right, Frank. Here's one for you. Kitten Master says, uh, and I'm gonna try this ASMR style. I don't like video games anymore. <laughs> Not recommended. <laughs> Thank you. Could have used a little, little more wet lip, but it was good. <laughs> oh god! Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't get. I don't get that at all, man. Okay. All right. And since that was so short, Frank, one more for you. Let's do this one. Eight. I'm no. Um, <laughs> You're off the podcast. <laughs> Cosmic Jester Thirteen says. I really enjoy playing this game. You never know what lurks in the shadows and when it will strike. I've played every Alone in the Dark, and this is by far the best so far. Wow. Recommended. Well, there you have it. Some uh, conflicting opinions there. Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. I do, have, I do have one more here. Let's see. Let's circle back to Carly. The name is okay. in traditional Chinese characters, so I don't know what it is. Post from traditional Chinese characters says... I don't care for gamer politics. This game isn't as bad as they say it is. Dot, dot, dot. What, do, what does that mean? Like, what level of nerd <laughs> are you that you, like, have, that you have normally, the gamer politics? Normally, I would say, like, oh, there was some controversy about, like, wow, it has a female lead, and they felt like they had to put a female lead in there. As if that's that, that's normally what gamer politics come down uh, oh, to, or that they that that it used to have bigger boobs and they took the boobs out because they were being too politically correct. They made them take the left. They made the bikini bigger. But <laughs> she wasn't a thong. But then they they, <laughs> they put more panty over it. I thought, he, I thought he'd like go to school the next day and he'd be like, I saw your post about um thinking your game wasn't that bad. So you're out of the club now, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think that kind of... You're not the treasurer anymore. (laughs) Well, we've heard their scores. What about our scores? It's time to give this game a score it deserves using the trademark Garbage Valley score system. So our scoring system is a bit unique here. Anyone can rate a game on a 0 to 10 scale, but that leaves little appreciation for games that are so terrible they're enjoyable. So as normal, you've got your masterpieces like Alone in the Dark that are 10s. Then you've got your lower scoring games like Alone in the Dark and New Nightmare, which, uh, and as they get uh, worse, they get closer to zero. But we keep going all the way to negative 10. Once it gets into the negatives, it starts reflecting that it's enjoyable again. So a negative 10 game was giving you just as much enjoyment as a positive 10. And a zero is just an absolute waste of your time. No enjoyment at all. So where would you place this game, Alone in the Dark Illumination, on the scale? Is it a good game or a bad game? So positive or negative? And uh, what level of enjoyment do you get out of it? 
Hunter, what do you, what do oh, you think man. about this game? I want to, and maybe I'll change my answer because again, I was still trying to formulate. But right now, it's talk a zero. your way through it, man. It's a zero. It's a, it's a flat <laughs> okay. zero. What? I didn't <laughs> enjoy any aspect of the game. Is like <laughs> I thought it was going to be completely unplayable at the beginning because <laughs> you know we kept crashing. Is like that can contribute was to the score. That's fine. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, if I'm gonna sit, if I'm gonna pay money for a game, and yeah. not even gonna be able to play it for like an hour while we try to figure out what's going on, um, it's not like it's their servers either. We were hosting the game. It's just the game is so broken, whatever its netcode yeah, is, that it crashed. On exactly. Its own, yeah. The one feature unique to this game works maybe like what less than half the time, which is the light aspect. I played right. two characters i played the hunter and i played the witch for a little bit and the hunter is near useless like i've i had times where i was aiming the pistol with the light on Mm -hmm. but every time he fires the recoil moves the light (laughs) so they're not in light anymore by the time the bullet hits them they're immune (laughs) so you have to be aiming low enough or be close enough that the light is still on their body when the bullet hits them. Mm. The AK-47 or the MR, the, the machine gun that he has, is a little easier to use. But for some reason, they used to have to be really close. Mm-hmm. Like, the light doesn't hit them from far away, which I guess I understand that. But it's like they came up with the concept and then didn't fine-tune it at all. Which it reminds me work. about the concept, if that is like the the unique thing about this game. There's actually another game that I think most of us have played that uses that same system mechanic of lighting up enemies to kill them. Alan Wake, that was like the main part of that game was using light to kill enemies. That's true. And it was well done in that game. Yeah. If they got too close to you, they were like underneath you (laughs) and attacking you and they were too close for the light to shine on. (laughs) I, you could hit Q, I'm not but hearing it doesn't anything like that would uh, that would bring it up up or down from zero. Yeah, what do you think? No, zero? It's a, like like there was no funny dialogue to make it at least like like a funny game. So I could have given it a negative mm-hmm. score. It wasn't bad enough graphics or bad enough physics engine or something that made the game fun. It just was like really boring to play. Oh my god. I did not enjoy any aspect of that game. I think that's very clear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so a zero. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna stick with zero. Oh, and running and grabbing four items without any kind of storyline or anything, and it's just like, oh, and here's a gate that would make it way easier, but that gate is locked this time around, so you have to find the little hallway. Yeah. Or and for the game to procedurally generate you out of being able to win. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's obviously like, And so, that is after this patch that you were talking about. I think they broke it with the patch because uh, no one had mentioned that in the, in, the, in the original reviews of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe maybe the original would have gotten at least a one. Yeah, maybe. Because you could um, finish it. All right. Uh, so zero from Hunter. Uh, Carly, what zero. do you think? Okay. I can't argue with any of the points that Hunter made. Those mm-hmm. are very accurate. <laughs> but with all of those in mind, that for being some said, reason, nah. <laughs> y- 
but for, <laughs> but for yeah that being said i still liked this dumb game i don't know why <laughs> but i just was like i don't know having a good time so it was absolutely problematic there's a lot that can be done to fi- to fix it you know first being just make it less glitchy but then yeah. also fine-tuning actual you know elements of the game like having like an inventory and maybe mm, giving the skill tree a little more interesting content but yeah. um you know all of that said and done let's give it a negative four it was Ooh. a fun bad game wow. i like very cool all right uh tom what do you think tom or grace are combined if you want to put the scores together so Tom so I'm actually, I'm actually going to give. I, saying that this is the talking shell was wrong. It's more like the hearing shell. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give the hearing shell to Grace, <laughs> so that Grace can give uh, her score. I just think back to the times you guys have played like those horrendous like drive the bus game, like pretend <laughs> to be a bus driver. Good and times, good times. I'm like watching that, just watching Tom do that made me want to rip my eyeballs out. <laughs> so I, I mean, and I got to play this game and I would give it like a, like a five or a six cause I thought it was fun. <laughs> You get to, like, shoot these guys and run around, and I don't know. I don't think it was boring. Like, there's a lot of glitchy activity, and it it is not – it's not the easiest game to play because it is so jacked up, but mm-hmm. – I think that that kind of makes it fun. It's adventurous. All right. What's going to mess up next? It. All right. She had a good time tonight. We're glad to have uh, to had you. Thank you. Um, just to, to go here. on record, I'm pretty sure I favorably reviewed the bus game. Yeah, I think I you did. found that one fun. Yeah, we all had that. That, one I, did, that one I disagree with. But that this one, one I disagree. The was, was... was not fun in how bad it was. You were a bus driver. That's yeah. all you did. <laughs> no, you can get out of yeah, your bus and explore was, the city it was on a, foot. <laughs> it was a unique game where mm-hmm. they fully fleshed out the fully unique aspect bus of simulator. driving a like <laughs> it's real so much life more respect for bus drivers. Whereas after this that. one, they were like, "Here's your gun." It shoots bullets. Uh, here's a flashlight that doesn't work. Maybe, maybe like, being the witch was a lot of fun because she just has like these magic. I, the witch was definitely a better character. The best. Yeah, she's OP. We're seeing higher sure. higher ratings from the people who played witches. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Part of the coven. All right. All right. <laughs> and uh, Frank, how about yourself? So, I want to give it a higher score. I really do. Hmm. But. I can't currently just because you couldn't do four people. Sure. You know, it's really, it's really a shame. You need four players. I already know my score. My score is a negative two. Oh, negative two. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and here's where, it, it, you know, cause I, I honestly did have some fun with it. And when you're playing with someone who's a witch it is fun mm-hmm. because you can, you know, if you get overwhelmed, she can kind of just like, poof, and just really kind of clear house. Mm-hmm. I did like playing as the engineer. You can make little bombs. I was kind of neat. Uh, and you can fix lights. You know that's handy for a lot of times. Just changing you know. light bulbs, the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that 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 was fun. So I recommend being the witch and the engineer because apparently I, I don't know the the priest. He had like I don't know. There was like holy water things around that scene. Maybe he could do some cool stuff. I don't know. We that's really what it see. was. So we were talking about procedurally but, generated, uh, and 
This is a procedurally generated game in which you can play single player, but it still spawns the items for everyone else. <laughs> like, yeah. like I was running around single player, like great, there's more items for for the the engineer. What what do I care? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I could see that. I, I just I just want to jump in and say that Grace's review just now reminded me so much of your of the positive reviews that you pull. <laughs> like I, was, I was hysterical in the background because like literally she said it well like she doesn't uh, she said it earlier that like she doesn't play um she doesn't play a lot of games and she s- definitely doesn't play first person shooters and on Xbox when we've tried like I remember she was wanting to try PUBG which is a horrible game to try to learn a shooter in yeah get, but <laughs> There's no opportunity to practice in that. There's oh, the time no. that you get to practice is like, oh, you're dead already. <laughs> oh my god, watching yeah. her play though is just so it's so much fun. Like she, <laughs> she literally gets into a conflict and being just screams like, and then just like fires it. <laughs> but I think using the dual sticks is nowhere near as intuitive as the mouse. Sure, sure, so, for just pointing, yeah, yeah. So I think I feel like. When she said to, she was like she's she was like oh I liked it you got to run run around and shoot people I, I was like thinking to myself I'm like you know what? I guess she doesn't really experience that too much because she doesn't play a lot of um a, a lot of shooters yeah. and this is like it's the first to, time it felt so easier to like, point at heads and click right yeah I just think it's it's kind of interesting like we've played so many games that we've learned like Hunter has learned to be like this is a zero. You know, because <laughs> yeah. he's like, so I, what you're saying is you don't respect her opinion enough yet. OK, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. no, that's okay. not what I'm saying. I have a lot more Harsh games words. to compare <laughs> this to. I, mean, I, was actually, I was actually saying uh, kind of like the whole like, one is silver, oh, she's so green. the other is gold. You know, like, <laughs> uh, like that Grace's opinion is, is genuinely, I think it's f- funny in that. <laughs> How is God? Not funny, bad. I, I'm saying I'm trying to be complimentary. Tom is I'm digging tanking. a hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I am digging a hole. What I'm saying is, for listening to his positive reviews, I usually feel like, what are these guys talking about? But hearing Grace say it and knowing her experience with games, I feel like <laughs> I get it more. Where you can like pick it up, and it was it was fun, and like you run around, and yeah. she's talking no, to Frank, and they're trying to figure out stuff together, and you're doing it as a team, and you, you shoot yeah. guys, and they die, you know, <laughs> and yeah, yeah no, like I, if we had found that battery like half an hour earlier, maybe yeah. like, that would have <laughs> changed things, and you when, know, when I picked it up, I was like, damn, Grace's character is like one click, and they're dead. <laughs> Like it was cool. Like, like Frank was like, there was a couple times where Frank was like pumping shots into them, and then I was just like, hold, yeah, like hold my beer, yeah. dead. And, yeah. But yeah, like wandering around and not finding that one battery, especially when I could see it was like under us, <laughs> not, broken. Yeah. yeah, like that. That was a, that was a bummer. But I, I, I think there is like some interesting value in having that that opinion of someone who's not doesn't play a ton of video games. Um, Thank you. Like, you said it so much better than me. <laughs> And Grace doesn't. Grace doesn't know because she doesn't have to talk at the hearing shell. So, <laughs> so all she hears is your mean, mean words. That's right. All she, uh, all she knows is me being, me being mean. Not, not, Chris, Chris said it much more. No, like, yeah, the what the game.
same is through the view through the eyes of someone who isn't perhaps as cynical as us um, about like oh there's so many games that like we've played better games than this I think that's interesting and I've, I've had like ideas for like what what a segment would would be for someone who's just experiencing a game like this um, for the first time I don't know maybe this that, is, that is unique this is the equivalent of when I would eat at your house and compliment Mateo's food <laughs> <laughs> Before, before yeah. you got a chance to. Before I got a chance to, and then she'd look over to me and like, "See, Tom's complimenting me." And I'm like, "No, it's great. I just didn't have the chance to." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly that's, that's the same. Happening now, except I have to tell her later myself. <laughs> All right. Um. And let's see. It's everyone's review except mine, right? Yeah. I I didn't play this game a ton. I played the first level and a half, and um. I thought now I've I've got a feel for it. They're procedurally generated yeah i i i thought when something was lighted was very hit or miss like sometimes it seems like oh they're standing in direct light but they're not dying sometimes you got a flashlight on your gun and you think that'll do damage but it doesn't really work um it's just there's there's games that that do it better so i had i had fun reading about how broken it was when it first came out and was hoping we get we get to experience some of its brokenness and i think through all of the failed game crashes we probably saw some of that so yeah i i I didn't enjoy it very much and it's weird like i want to rate it compared to another game i feel like you almost have to it's like left for dead's out there so how can i give this a good score but I don't know. It was broken in a world where Left 4 Dead didn't exist. I guess I would give it like a like a negative three or something, negative two. It, it's just there's so many glitches. Chris, um, yeah, yeah. I, I just couldn't help but notice you mentioned in the beginning that um, you played it single player, and I was just wondering. It seems like from my experience of knowing you, you a lot of multiplayer games like you avoid playing them with other people. Like uh, Portal comes to mind. He's saying you have no friends. Wow, Tom, that you would bring up Portal 2 while I'm trying to close out an episode. That hurts me deeply. (laughs) (laughs) Two more hours. Two more hours. Never miss a chance to jab that that knife in. Yeah, actually, it's still there, to be honest. You left it there last time, and you're just twisting it. Okay, anyway. Just to bring it up in each episode somehow. Wow. (laughs) I'll just try to. Make it a reoccurring. There's nothing, there's nothing more I would like than to play co-op games with my friends, Tom. But it's the friends who reject me, not the other way Listen, around. Listen, I would love to talk about <laughs> the scorpion penis bit more often, but... It, <laughs> it doesn't come up organically. <laughs> it, it really does not, yeah. It, it never comes so up So it's got to be Portal 2. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we have one last thing to do. We have to give someone the award of the Plants vs. Zombies zombie. And that goes to the person who earned the most points this evening. And let's see, I'm looking at the scoreboard. Add some extra points for heart and bravery. And honestly, it's still not really a competition. Hunter, you got the most points, mostly Yay! due to your knowledge wow. of Lovecraftian uh, lore. So congratulations. Thank you. To the um, person who hated it the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can remember this. So excited that you won, Hunter. Now I can steal your little zombie guy. Why <laughs> do <laughs> you remember this game so fondly? Because he's really cute. You can have it. I don't want to remember this. <laughs> I love the idea of Carly stealing something when you guys live together. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's going to live on my right, desk. Right, it'll be on so my I can desk see it. instead. <laughs> yeah, it'll well, live on her desk until I grab it and throw it away. <laughs> no! Currently, all of our little... Um, Garbage game night uh, winning keepsakes. Our, winnings. I have won several. Thank you. <laughs> have you? Uh, I have. 
rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they are in a collector's case. Ooh, we have like nice. a glass shelf where our fancy um, action figures right, I are. I still have one more for you, Hunter, there. up on stream. That's the uh, the <gasps> knife. Yeah, I, for, I, for, I saw you and one? I forgot to give it to you. The the butterfly. You knife. should make a small print of the butterfly knife and put it put in it in the zombie's hand. Actually, he can hold it like that. I actually yeah, secured <laughs> a uh, bank bank deposit box for them. <laughs> Where you keep all your uh, trophies. <laughs> Just for them. Um, I, uh, my mother-in-law has mine now. She she thought it was so cute, the little anime thing. No. I said, this horrific <laughs> thing? I said, you like this the horrific thing? The bikini top. Oh, muy lindo. She's going to paint it. She's going to paint it now. Welcome to paint it, yeah. So I'll, I'll, when she finishes it, I'll, I'll show you the horrific uh, little figure, I guess. <laughs> All clips in this podcast were used in compliance with a U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.